Welcome to the Planner Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Vianna Ortiz, your planning and business coach and strategist. This podcast was created to give you practical and actionable strategies for planning, while paired with conversations about hot topics, tough topics, interviews with business owners and influencers, as well as tips on business and following your passion. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Planner Talk Podcast. As always, I'm excited that you're here. This one is really fun because this episode is actually a Go Wild discussion where three of us um, ladies are going to talk all about Go Wild. Um, The two people that I get to talk to today are Caitlin and Ronnie, and they are extremely, extremely um, knowledgeable about most of Go Wild, as well as just amazing people in general. I absolutely loved our conversation, and so I hope that you do too. We really get into like the details of ticketing and kind of like getting your ticket all the way to the day and even just like going home after Go Wild. And so I know many of you are, one, either headed to Go Wild pretty soon here in March coming up, or um, you're kind of just interested in like what it's all about. Maybe you don't even know. Maybe you just found out. And so you're kind of interested in what's about to go on. Um, There's a lot of tips in here for people who are going for the first time. There's a lot of tips in here for people who maybe have been there before, but maybe it's been a while. Um, And again, if you're listening to this later on, there's going to be hopefully another one next year. So there's always going to be um, information that you can use. So again, I hope that you enjoy this podcast, and if you have anything you want to share with me later on, feel free to reach out to me at VNRT's Plans. Um, feel free to follow these amazing ladies, and I hope you enjoy the episode. So welcome, ladies, to the podcast. I'm so happy you can join me today. We're going to talk about Go Wild, um, because Go Wild is coming up, I mean, at this time it's February 10th, and I think, what's the date? I think it's like March. I think it's the 2nd through the 5th, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. wow. Yeah. This is happening, and um, so I thought this would be very helpful, especially from people who have been there before, um, and so we're going to talk all about that, but first, if you guys want to just introduce yourselves, like your name and like your handles and whatever you want to say. Sure, I'll go first. Um, I'm Ronnie. I uh, my Instagram handle is vividly Ronnie. I opened a planner shop business about five years ago, but I have been planning for as long as I've been studying. I guess school is when it started. Um, I work full time in marketing, digital marketing. Um, So I kind of do the the planner on a side level, but you know, one day, hopefully this will be my whole life. <laughs> Thanks for having me on the podcast. I'm excited to talk about Go Wild. Yay. Yes. I've had you on before and I absolutely love you. So I'm excited. Thank and you. Caitlin, <laughs> awesome. I'm excited to have you on because I we've been trying to like make it work. And so you're here. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself. Totally. Yeah. My name is Caitlin. Um, you can find me on Instagram, YouTube, um, and I think Facebook. Um, as at creating in chaos underscore official on Instagram and creating in chaos everywhere else. Um, and I have been in this planner world since about 2016. So it's been a while. I primarily use a happy planner. So I'm a disc girly for sure. Um, 
And yeah, my in my real life, I'm also working in digital marketing. I have a position in social media marketing right now. So that's kind of what I do. So social media, um, you know, weaves in and out of my personal and professional life. So that's a little bit about me. And I'm a mom of two. Um, and I've been married for almost 13 years. Wow, that's yeah, awesome. fun. You guys have something in common already. That's right? Amazing. Yeah, it sounds like we've got very similar background. I love that. Yeah. So again, I'm excited to have you guys. We're again, we're just gonna be talking about all go wild stuff. Now, before we jump in, um, I wanted to talk uh, just a tad about what it is for people that don't know. I'm sure most of you that listen to this probably know. Um, but essentially it's a huge planner meetup conference. I say meetup because think of it as a meetup, but like a huge conference meetup <laughs> where yeah. there's lots and lots of people, lots and lots of planners. Um, so they, this will be the fifth year they're doing it. They had one in 2017, which is the one I went to 2018, 2019, 2022, and now 2023. And so they had their swag speakers, workshops, parties. And again, we're chatting about this now because the Go out, I wrote here, 2023 is March 2nd through 5th in Washington, D.C. So every time they do this, they do a different place. Most likely it's a different state all the time within the United States. And um, people come from all over the United States, sometimes even internationally, to come to this conference. So I was kind of interested in your guys' year that you went, like, or if you went to multiple years, which one have you guys been to? Yeah. So for me, I went last year in Anaheim was my first ever go wild. And then I'll be in DC this year. Mm, that's awesome. I went to, so I went to 2019 in Vegas and this will be my second year. I'm going to DC and then I'm actually volunteering this year, which is different. So fun. Oh yeah. That'll be interesting to talk about. Um, and then again, I went to the 2017 one. So we kind of have, which is cool. We kind of have different uh, perspectives from different ones. Um, so that'll be nice. So we're going to cover a bunch of topics, um, <laughs> and the first thing that we kind of wanted to talk about were just like the tickets, the ticketing experience. I know that it's different from year to year, and they've kind of upgraded even as time has went on. Um, so I'm interested in your guys's like ticketing. We're going to start right there and say ticket experience, kind of like pricing of the ticket. If you had to save for the ticket, how did you know? Some people might say. The price is a little bit too high for me. Okay, so then how did you guys budget for the ticket, if that makes sense? So kind of just ticketing stuff. So when I went in 2019, I actually went for my shop. Um, so I had, it was like full business expense, shop expenses that I, I did purchase with that. And I want to say I did it pretty quickly when tickets went on sale. Um, because in 2019, there was that risk they would sell out quickly because I think it was the third year. Yeah, the third year. So the two years before that had sold out pretty quickly. So um, I don't remember what time frame it sold out for 2019. But I know that it was one of those things that I basically just expensed and used shop sales to pay for. So yeah. this year with the volunteering, I actually didn't plan on going and just bought my ticket when I got accepted as a volunteer. Okay. And when you're a volunteer, I know there's like a discount off the ticket, right? It was 50, 50%. Great. So oh, yeah. think about it. It's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Because um, for me, so both years that I've gone, so last year and this year, I used the split pay option, um, which I found very convenient. Um, and it made it, it actually made it possible for me to go last year. And this year it was just nice to have that added little 
buffer, um, you know, cash flow, <laughs> keeping it all yeah. flowing through. Um, so I used that option. I felt like the whole process was really smooth. I didn't have any glitches or anything. Um, last year when I went to purchase it, I was super like anxious because it was the first year post pandemic, I guess. And so I was like, oh my gosh, they're going to sell out. Like you're going to have to get there right away. And I wasn't an alumni or anything. So I didn't, I had to wait until um, a few days after. So for alumni, you get to purchase before. So people who've gone before get to purchase before um, new folks. So I was like, oh my gosh, there's going to be no tickets left. And there was, it was, it ended up being fine. And then this year purchasing as someone who's gone before, you know, it was nice also being able to share and that kind of thing and and share with new people who are possibly interested in going. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So that, that's, I know that there, I went to the first, um, the first one and I want to say pricing was a little bit cheaper for the first one. I can't remember exactly. It was around the same, but I mm-hmm. think the pricing might be like a couple hundred dollars more now. I'm not sure, but it was, yeah, I think so. But it was pretty simple. Um, again, I know that some people now don't, do you get an option to receive the ticket in person? Like they mail it to you or something like that? I think the tickets are all digital, but there is that split pay option. And I think there was also around Black Friday, if I remember correctly, there was even like a three pay option if you hadn't bought your ticket yet. I feel like I saw that. I feel like I saw that too. I do think there might've been like a three pay and three, like pay one now and then twice Mm -hmm. in January because they took the split pay in January. I I do remember that. It was like a special. Okay. Okay. I just keep seeing people getting packages that say like getting their lanyard or something maybe that's oh. the ticket but that's the lanyard right <laughs> so yeah, yeah actually that's like a whole box mm-hmm. um that includes the the badge for us to get in and then a bunch of swag and then a survey for us to pick up some swag at the event and then also a postcard for one of the keynote speakers which is post secret for us to mail in and be part of the project Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's what I thought. I, I was okay. So it's not the ticket, but it's a badge that lets you into. Yeah, that. so it's kind of what you'll pick up at registration. So like they, you know, you get the bag and you get the all the yeah. stuff that's in it. I want to say this is like an advance. It's like a a cash forward. <laughs> cool, <laughs> and I think it'll be easier for them because everyone will have their badges on, so they'll be able to see whose name is who. Because I feel like that part had taken up a bunch of time in the past trying to figure out, you know, where's your name, where's your badge, that kind of thing. So they'll just be able to hand you your bag because usually you get like a tote bag and then a t-shirt and then something else, and then you'll be yeah. on your way. That's nice. a good point. Mm-hmm. Nice. So for your ticketing price, you're already kind of getting. Like a little goodie. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Next thing on my list is transportation. So as I mentioned before, you know, I didn't go to last year's and it was in Anaheim, which is like 45 minutes away from where I live. I forget why I didn't go. I, I don't know if I was saving. I don't know what was wrong with me. But um, for a lot of people, they travel, you know, they travel using the plane. I know when we went to New Orleans, I, some people say New Orleans, New Orleans. I don't know what it is. but it's um, New Orleans, if you ask someone. New Orleans. Okay, I'll, I'll say New Orleans. Um, I I um, I treated it as like a vacation situation too. So my husband, when it was like his birthday, he took his his cousin, and we we were able to like um, go together on the plane, and it was fun. It was a good time. Um, anyways, what I meant to say was transportation. What is the deal with that? Like, are you booking your flight? right away where where you know what are the prices of that look like depending on where you're coming from 
and how much do you have to budget into that on top of everything else? So in 2019, I flew from Ohio, well, Detroit, Michigan to Vegas. I want to say we might have had a layover in Texas, but I, I can't remember specifically because it feels like forever ago. Um, but that was, I think, round trip three or $400 for that cross-country flight. And I want to say we got business class, one, because we're bigger people, and two, because I was seven months pregnant. Um, and I needed to be able to walk the aisle because of the, the like the length of the, the flight. Um, so I don't want to say that it, it's the same for that. Obviously, Ohio to D.C., I'm driving this year. I get a huge advantage to be able to do that. My sister actually lives close by as well. Um, but flying is what I feel like more expensive this time around, like prices, obviously for everything. I don't know. Caitlin, did you, are you flying this year? Yeah. So I live in the Pacific Northwest. I live in Portland, Oregon. Um, so I'm flying cross country this year. So (laughs) it'll be a four and a half hour flight. Um, yeah, so, but it is a direct flight, which is nice. So that'll be good. Um, and then last year, So living in Portland, my friend Leanne and I got a crazy hair and we, she flew from North Carolina to Portland and then we drove 14 hours from Portland. Wow. Wow. Alrighty. (laughs) Yeah. That's further than I'm driving this time. I think I want to say the drive time from my, my, my place to my sister's is eight or nine hours. So yeah, that's doable. 14 hours was gnarly. We ended up stopping in Sacramento and sleeping. Um, we, we were like, yeah, we're going to make it one day. That's all. But it's just going to, no, it was not. Yeah, it was that's a one. <laughs> and it was fine. Like, you know, it was great. Um, but that, that trip from Portland to LA, there's, you're going through the mountains. It's just, it's oh, wild. So I wish I would have flown and I would recommend if you're more than like a couple of hours and you don't do well with like those curvy roads and stuff, I definitely would recommend flying. As far as pricing for flying this year, it's going to be expensive for me um, because I'm bringing my 15 year old with me. Um, Yeah, she won't be going into the conference or anything because they do have an age limit this year for 18 and up, but she'll be with me in DC. So uh, we'll be be together. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. How fun is that? Yeah. yeah, the driving, I don't know that I could drive more than like an hour. <laughs> you didn't even do the 45 minutes. So. <laughs> Whenever we drive to like LA, I'm like, nope, that's too far. <laughs> Literally not that far. But And midway through the trip, we were like, this would have been a two hour flight from Portland, you know? Yeah, that's yeah, like, Can we just give up right here and this is where we live now in the car <laughs> i will be driving through mountains this time it's the appalachian that we have to go through from the east so yeah it'll be interesting i don't think i've done that before to be honest i don't know if i've driven through mountains like that so wish me luck you guys yeah. just hit the mountain during the daytime would be my recommendation because we hit yeah. them in that night and it was it was scary <laughs> yeah okay i'm leaving bright and early yeah yes. no well I, well to be to be fair i think we drove through oregon once i don't know if that's anywhere near where you're talking about good with geography but it was beautiful the mountains were pretty the trees everything was beautiful so that's something yeah. to look forward to I guess that's what I'm looking for I am looking forward to the like the well the alone time with my music for that long is yeah. gonna blow my mind but besides that the scenery I, I think that's exciting that'll mm-hmm. be relaxing um so yeah I think you guys like hit the nail on the head the everything's inflated right now so it's not anyone's fault that transportation is like just super expensive you can go 45 minutes away like or whatever to the 45 minute you know plane ride and it's still over 200 dollars. so yeah you know 
so that's that. But it's kind of cool to know that some people do drive some of the way to kind of take care of some of the costs and stuff. So that's nice. Um, next thing, uh, going solo. Um, so some people are do get kind of anxious about going solo. I know for me, I'm like one of those people where I need people. But I've, I've gotten better as I've gotten older. Like I feel like this is more of like a younger thing for me too, where I'm like, oh, like what what do I do? Like I'm just like trying to find somewhere to sit or something. Like where do I go? Um, but I did go like I guess semi solo in 2017 because my husband, of course, didn't want to go to the co- the conference. He was like, right. oh, no, not doing that. So <laughs> I was like, okay, you know. So I ended up finding friends, and that was fine. Um, but. You know, Ronnie, you mentioned, are you going solo? Are you meeting someone there? Caitlin? No, it's all. all are you meeting someone there? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All, I'm meeting everyone there is what I'm yeah, doing. Yeah. Um, so what's your take so on that? I did actually, I, I would say I kind of went solo both times because last time, 2019, it was actually my husband's birthday as well. So we made a vacation out of it. He went to the casino though, while I went to the conference. So, you know, the conference was definitely solo. This time around, I'm doing it all on my own. I My sister lives there, so I'll still have someone like locally that I can feel safe with. Um, but for the most part, like being in the city proper, I'll be on my own. I think volunteering is going to help a lot with oh, that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because that is one of the things that's making me feel better, like especially just as a person. If I know as much as possible about a, like what's going on behind the scenes or have information before things start my anxiety is less and I can handle it better so I think solo volunteer is going to be fun but I don't know that that um in the conference going solo was a little overwhelming like finding my table in Vegas and things like that because you don't know anyone or if you do you're not like looking for them when you're looking for your table right um but once you sat down and I got to know everyone it it did become easier like it felt like I was with friends you know so it wasn't it wasn't daunting. That's good. That's really good yeah. to know for those that are like, well, I really want to go, but I don't have anyone like that's that I know because some people just don't know anyone in general and that's fine. Or yeah. I don't have anyone to go with specifically. So that's really good. Good to know for those people. <laughs> and I don't have an experience going solo. So Leanne and I went last year together. Um, and then we met up, we had two other roommates that we stayed with. Um Katie V the planner B and then Gabe from plans with Gabe. Um, we stayed together and this year we're even expanding our group. So we are doing like an adjoining room with Amber plans her day and Mojo Jojo plans. Awesome. So they'll be in their own room. And then the, the five of us, cause my daughter is going as well. will be in the other room, which will be super fun. But we did see folks who did go alone. And I just feel like people got swept up into groups. Like they basically got adopted by people um, if they were by themselves. And I didn't see any, I mean, there was a little bit of drama, you know, and stuff that happens because there's always, you know, <laughs> there's always ooh. stuff that happens. I think the, that stuff goes over my head. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, ooh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there was stuff that happened, but I definitely think that overall it was like a positive experience for most people being kind of an outsider to to that. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Everybody's just so welcoming. And I yeah. think even if like you sit at a group and at a table with people who are already friends, I feel like they're very welcoming into like just talking to you. So I don't think it should be anything to worry about. Of course, if you're me, I'll probably just worry anyways, but you know. (laughs) Exactly. I feel like a lot of us in the planner community are like anxious humans. And (laughs) that almost makes it easier. (laughs) 
Yeah, exactly. I think that makes it easier though, because you know, like other people are feeling like you're feeling and everybody's really kind. And in my experience last year, I mean, it was like one of the first events that people had gone to post pandemic. So I think everybody was like, just give me a hug, just like sit by me and let me people for a minute. Even people who were like severe introverts, like, (laughs) yeah, no, that's true. Well, let's even just make this clear. Like how many people go there to the like how many people are in the room I don't really know I, I think, think it's 1200 yeah, yeah and I think in the Facebook group right now for DC there's like 1.1 1. 1, thousand yeah, yeah so and not everyone joins that group so I think that like ticket wise it's like 12 12 or 1300 yeah, yeah so it's a lot of people and you gotta imagine like not everybody in there is going with think about it like is going with somebody they're just going <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, so so that just give you a peace of mind of how many people are really in there. You're gonna find somebody to just kind of like make new friends with and hang out with. Exactly. Um, I think I can speak for everyone in this, you know, in this group. If you ever see us at a go wild, come up and say hi. Absolutely. Oh, for sure, for sure. I know. I like I said. I think we're all just if we're not like outwardly open, it's just because we're anxious. Just <laughs> yeah, I, I'm trying to keep my 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 stuff together. Yeah, yeah I keep the mask on until I get to my hotel room and then I'll be my weird little self. Right. There you go. <laughs> Speaking of hotel rooms, that's actually next on my list because that's another thing, like especially going solo, um, where people need to figure out who they're going to stay with, if anyone. Some people might want to stay alone and that's great, but it, it does help with the pricing to go with somebody else because the pricing can be a little little expensive um so what are your guys's what is your guys's um um what's the word experience with that sorry and um where should people look if they don't have anyone and they want to get a roommate Yeah, for sure. So for me, I talked about my roommate experience a little bit and we're repeating it this year. So um, we'll have four, well, five, I'm, you know, bringing my daughter as well, but there'll be five people in our room and then two people next door. So um, I would definitely recommend staying with a roommate if you are into that, like if you want to be social, Um, if you are someone that wants to just be alone too, I think that's also great. Um, For me, I felt like if I stayed alone, I would just kind of like be in my hotel room a lot and I wouldn't be brought out. That's just my personality type. So I ended up staying with people. Um, and then staying, I would definitely recommend staying on site, like staying where the conference is happening. Um, there are like swag drops and that kind of thing. So, and then if you can't find a roommate, I believe there are like roommate threads that happen in that Facebook group. So there's a lot of things happening there. Yeah, I didn't do the roommate um, roommate train because I went with my husband the first time and I was very pregnant. I don't want to do that to anyone else. So um, <laughs> I'm not, that makes I'm sense. not saying anything Vienna, I promise. <laughs> no, I mean, you're, you're 100% right. I think I got up like four or five, six times to go to the restroom last Seriously, night. Seriously, even just waking up all the time at night was the number one reason. So, yeah. um, and, and also because I could go back and take naps. So that was very important to me. Um, <laughs> this time around, I am staying. Uh, off-site, but I'm staying with a local, you know, my sister lives uh, very close. I want to say it's like at the end of one of, like, I can take the metro in if I wanted to, which is, I think, a good thing too. Um, Obviously, I'll be driving, so I'll have a car if I need it, but since I'm going to go back to that volunteering thing, I'll probably live on-site without being on-site. You know, I've had a couple friends say that if I need a place to go on-site, I can, you know, use their bathroom in their room or whatever, but keep my stuff there. For the most part, 
I, I, I do think it'll be rough not being on site because I like that comfort, but if I can get on a train to and go ho- home, then I'm good. Yeah. No. Yeah. That, that's a good point. Um, yeah. When I went, we stayed at a completely different hotel with, of course we had two other people with us and my husband and it was, it was a different experience. I can definitely say I, I haven't had the whole go wild experience because I was kind of like after the events that happened during the day, I left to go with them and then we would go on tours or just go around the city because that's what we really wanted to do. But I know there's stuff that people do there with friends. And then there's like, I didn't even go to the Planjama because I don't, I was just like, you know, <laughs> celebrating yeah. my birthday. And so I didn't have the full experience having took in someone who wasn't going, but uh, there, but also staying off site. Um, so there's that. Um, if you wanted to stay off site, it is an option, but I do think you get the, the full experience by just staying in that hotel and being around all the activities. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. they, do, they also put the people who are going to the conference on the same floors. So it's like mm-hmm. the f- a floor of planners. So that I felt like was a benefit to that as well, because you just be kind of knocking on people's doors or see people from the conference going in. Um, but I can definitely see, you know, if you're bringing somebody or if you have family close by, that that's a, a good way to go too. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if you want that nap, because I'm a napper. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it's, a, it's a dedication. I'm like, I'll be back. <laughs> Let's see. I'm the kind of person like that'll just hour. go. Yeah, I'll hit a wall at, when I get on the plane to go home. I'll like go and go and go until I get home, you know, and then I'll sleep. Yep. You need a whole month to recover. Probably. Exactly. <laughs> no, thank goodness I work from home. <laughs> yes. I did take a little extra time. Like, it's like a, my vacation goes until I my work from home days. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of the office that week. Sure. You know? That works. <laughs> Um, so that's kind of like, I'm sure people at this point probably already have, you know, their roommate, their hotel, but that's just kind of like an insight as to what that looks like. Something that people are probably still working on is what to pack. People are probably like, how much do I pack? What, what, what does that tire look like if it's their first time? Like, do they dress up? Do they not dress up? So what are your thoughts on that? I'm going to say bring, for me, I'm bringing one checked bag and one carry-on. And then my daughter's going to bring her carry-on and then like a purse. And I'll probably bring a purse as well. Um, But do not underestimate the amount of swag that you're going to be packing home, especially if you're flying. So um, I plan to leave my, and I've seen people do it a variety of different ways, but I think I'm going to leave my checked bag empty. And then that will be what I put like swag in and like reorganize as we leave. Um, And I've seen people put like their carry on bag inside their checked bag and do it that Mm -hmm. way. But then everything. I think that's what I did when I went to Vegas. That scares me. (laughs) That scares my little anxious brain. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so I want to say that I, because you get a personal item too. And the personal item is surprisingly big on planes. Like it was like a huge, big tote bag that I packed with basically the carry on stuff, you know, like the clothes, if your checked stuff goes missing and Mm -hmm. all your essentials. Um, But I did, I I do think I put the carry on in my checked bag and put like my long term, like my clothes and stuff in that and checked it for Vegas. Obviously this time around, I'm in heaven because I have a car, so I don't have to worry about that at all. Um, I want to say I gave some things away in Vegas or I have heard people shipping them back. So they'll go to a local post office and get like a flat rate and just ship it back to themselves. 
Yeah. It's going to be a new experience for me bringing it on a plane because I had a car last year. So we just like stuffed that thing full and drove 14 hours full of planner stuff um, and, and dirty clothes at that point. Um, <laughs> just, yeah. um, but this year, like trying to figure out how to fit it all in a checked bag flying literally across the country. That's going to be interesting. But I think I think it'll be doable. Last year, I don't think there was that much. I mean, there was definitely a lot of swag. Like you get a good amount of stickers for your your ticket price. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think it was anything crazy. I've heard in years past they did like like cricket sponsored a table and there was like an actual cricket on the table and there wasn't anything. Like I'm pretty that. sure that in 2018, everyone got a mate. That's insane. Oh, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sure. Yeah, so oh, I guess we'll see. Yeah, I was gonna say when I went, I don't remember having like a lot of swag because I remember I just put it in my suitcase I already had, zipped it up and went. But yeah. there might have been like a planner probably that was just taking up a lot of space, but everything else fit in that bag that they gave us, zipped it up, put it in the thing. But I don't know. Every year is different, I guess. Whatever and, and then last year also was different because it was just basically like summer clothes, like shorts and tank tops, which don't take up very much room. And this year it's like, bring your winter coat and all of your sweaters and your pants. So those things take up more room. So I'm using packing cubes. And then I'm also, I saw this trick on TikTok. Um, Somebody put their air tag in their checked bag. So if your checked bag gets lost, you will know where your checked bag is. That's almost diabolical. I love it. Yeah. So I'm doing that. Um, I actually just saw Myra um, from, Myra plans that posted that she is using vacuum bags for a conference she went to recently to like kind of like consolidate some of that space. I thought that was a good idea too. And obviously I don't have to worry about that this year, but it was good for people who do need to check. Like the amount of space that opened up in that bag was impossible. Like I never realized vacuum bags took up or removed that much space. That's That's awesome. That's smart to put a bunch of stickers stacked and then just, you know, Vacuum it up. <laughs> or just your clothes. You know, if you can get oh. all your clothes in one or two of those, then you can fit the rest in there. That is so yeah, true. Yeah, that's really you smart. Know? That's very smart. So as far as what to wear, I mean, people just usually just wear their normal Yeah. Normal clothes. I would say, yeah, yeah. I'm going to bring, like, jeans and, like, some cute tops. And then oh. I have one outfit that I'm bringing in case we want to go out to dinner. But other than that, like, comfy shoes, comfy pants. Yeah, just cute, comfy, that kind of thing. Well, and I do know that people go all out for pajama. So yes. the, the pajamas are definitely um, aesthetic pajamas. You know, as much as we love to just wear our comfiest, sometimes we also say our savviest, right? But yeah. I know I've seen people worn against the onesies because of how hot it gets. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, but for the most part, I think I'm sticking with the same the same hoodies, jeans, uh, maybe some chucks if I can if I can do that all day. You know. We'll yeah. see volunteering wise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. And sometimes they give you guys shirts, I think, for volunteer. I'm not sure. I don't. Oh, yeah, you're right. They're probably, well, it might be a lanyard this year, but I don't know oh, if okay. that's a shirt. <laughs> Sorry, Lisa. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going off a of pass, you know. Yeah, I know. Well, I know we're getting a lanyard, and I don't know if that's secret or not. So I apologize to Wild for Players if it is. <laughs> I can put that part out if you want, but I think they've always given lanyards. I think so. I think so. But I don't know. Either way, um, it's, it's definitely a team wild shirt, but I think the reason they did the lanyard because I've seen or heard people talk about having to wear this shirt every day. Oh yeah, um, that's true. That might not be that fun. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with no access to a washer and dryer. I'm hoping, 
I'm hoping this hotel, because last year in Anaheim, the hotel did not have a microwave, which I found odd. I hope this year it does. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if I've ever thought about microwaves at hotels. That's smart, though. Or I mean, fridges I've thought about because I've I've nursed in the past, but I never thought about a microwave. Yeah, Yeah. and I'm only thinking about it because I'm bringing my 15-year-old and she'll be holding down the fort in the room for most of the day. And I'm like, here's all of your food. Microwave at your convenience. Right. (laughs) true so true so we talked a little bit about swag there's lots of swag i mean they come out and drop swag at your table (laughs) yeah um and so that's that's always a fun a fun thing oh some people might not know especially if you haven't been um or if you haven't seen anything is that there's um like uh, what am i trying to say my brain is listen this is the only thing i've had (laughs) table sponsors yeah Uh are you thinking about table sponsors Yes, I was yeah. supposed to have avocado toast. I'm also pregnancy brain table sponsors. So there's like themes for the tables. Yeah. And that's probably one of the most unique and coolest things about the conference, right? So you guys want to talk about that a little bit, like where you sat, what that experience was like waking up and trying to find a table. Um, and if all you guys, like if you went with somebody, did you agree on the table or like how did that work? Yeah, so, so go ahead. Oh, sorry, Caitlin. No, so you I, got, I was yeah. going to say, I was on my own. I actually sponsored a table in 2019, and I think I woke up late. So I was, um, it was my first time. I will say it wasn't as extravagant as the rest. So I was very afraid I was going to end up sitting at my own table. <laughs> Thank God for Stephanie, um, who was the lead of the volunteers at the time. She kind of helped me navigate to find one in the middle of a panic attack. So I will always be grateful for that. Um, and I ended up sitting at the cream peas table in 2019. That was amazing. She actually just opened up her shop for some go wild swag for the first time in a long time. I was really excited oh. to see that. So um, table was a- amazing. She had things from a bunch of other shops. Um, each little like piece was just so um, thoughtful and important. Like you could tell that the planner community meant a lot to her, to her shop and just everyone that, that contributed to City's Table really was excited about it. Um, so I guess this year, I don't know what my experience is going to be being a volunteer. I, I know that in 2019, volunteers got to save their spots, um, but I don't know if they still do it that way. Okay, cool. Yeah, and we also woke up late. So, um, but it was like seven. Like our plan was like, okay, we're getting up at five. We're going to be right. down there. We're going to post. Here's a pro tip though for being in line. Postmates your coffee with your group if you're going with a group and have one person go down and get it. So you don't have to like go down and get coffee first. You can just get in the line and do that. So that's, that's what fun. we did. Yeah. But we got down there and the line was already like wrapping around the um, <laughs> the lobby area. Um, apparently there were people who had been sitting out there from the night before, mm-hmm. but they're not allowed to do that this year. You cannot okay. even get down there until 6 a.m. Allegedly is what I have heard. Um, just because it, there was already a crazy line at night. And I think the hotel was like, mm, probably not. No, thanks. Yeah. Wow. That's <laughs> so serious. Yeah. That's so dedicated. Wow. Yeah. And then I sat at the happy planner table last year and I plan to do that again, just because I, there's not. I mean, there are other shops that I use and stuff, but I typically use mostly Happy Planner products. So I feel like that would give me the most like bang for my buck if we're thinking ticket pricing and like what swag you're going to bring home that you're going to use. Right. So do you feel like there's, it's like, do you want to wake up early and and make sure you get that table or 
How's that going to work so that you can get that table? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like semi-early. You know, I'm planning, I hope to be in line by 6 a.m. this year. Um, but we were, like I said, probably like 100 people back in the line. And we all still got good tables. I sat at Happy Planner. Leanne sat at the wrong, wrong table, I think. Awesome. And then I think Katie sat at Planner Kate, if I remember correctly. And I'm sorry, Gabe, I don't remember what table you sat at. But we were all at different tables. Yeah, it's kind of interesting that you got, even though you went together, you guys decided to go to different tables. That's kind of what I was wondering is if you guys were like, oh, let's go find a table together, which would probably be harder because other people are already probably sitting there. Right. So, um, so we did that on day two. On okay. day two with the table mate gifts, we sat at the, all at the same oh. table. So talk about table mate gifts. What's, what's, what's that? Yeah, so that's something you can do if you want to do it. You don't have to, but it's just like you can bring kind of like your own little gift to give to the 10 or nine other people sitting at your table. And last year it was anywhere from things like travel kits to snacks from your local area. Um, I saw lots of coffee cups and tea and candy and of course planner items, that kind of thing. So those, those are just little fun things, you know, to share with your table on day two. I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> I didn't take anything when I went <laughs> We're doing roommate gifts too. That's what we're also oh, doing. That. Gifts. How fun. Mm -hmm. I love that. Okay. So it's, so that would be something to talk to, talk to about with your uh, roommate, I guess, if that's something mm -hmm. or just bring it right. Or yeah. just, you know, yeah. Awesome. So the next thing I have is speakers. Um, when I went, Erin Condren spoke, which I found, oh, that was actually really um, motivating for me when I left. I was like, I'm going to get an Erin Condren and use it for like <laughs> two days. But um, <laughs> who else spoke? I think, I don't remember. That's the only one that I really remember, but there was some workshops and stuff. So what speakers have you guys heard in the past? Um, how did you feel about them? And then talk a little bit about what speakers you are excited for coming up this time. You know, I am surprised and I will blame it on being seven months pregnant at the time, but I don't remember specifically who even the main speakers were. I remember, of course, Cindy from Llama Letters. Um, I know Stephanie spoke from Happy Planner. Um, I don't remember if Erin Condren was there that year or not. I would almost assume in 2019 that she was. Um, yeah. And I, I do remember, um, I, I remember like the... I want to say it was the Plum Paper, but I could be confusing it with Chicago Planner Conference. Um, so I can't be confident and say that, that she spoke as well. But I remember the the one thing that resonated the most with, with me was um, like someone going up there and saying like, you know, I'm not here to tell you my planner is the best planner. I just want to see if it works for you. And I think that because there are so many different similar speakers at these events, yeah. that seeing that like unique take on approaching an audience that everyone is interested in the same thing was really cool. So I, cool. I, I'm going to blame it on it being four years and, and that long ago, but I don't remember yeah. any of the other big speakers. I blame it on that too. I can't remember what I did yesterday. So I, was really <laughs> like, I don't know who spoke with Aaron Gondrin. That's all I remember. So is that a good, that's a good, that's a assuming guess. Like that's a, an easy one, right? We that's an easy one because it was the first year. And of course she was like a guest for like three years or something like that. So yeah, I'm pretty sure she <laughs> in 2019 too yeah, yeah. So. Um, and then main speakers we had last year so we had uh, Megan Myra from Planners and Wine they are another planner podcast oh. they spoke um who else oh, Stephanie Fleming definitely was there 
Um, Cindy from Llama Letters spoke. The Christina from Plum Paper spoke. Um, there was a comedian. I can't remember her name, but she was really good. There was like um, a, just like a, I guess a, a speaker. She's like a motivational speaker. I don't remember her name. She wasn't necessarily my flavor of motivation. Um, and <laughs> then. I bet you that one might be Allison. I think Allison Faulkner. Po- like, oh, oh yeah, it was her. Uh, very, very strong personality. And, well, yeah. it just gave MLM vibes for me and I'm not, that's not oh, my Oh, really? I'm surprised <laughs> yeah. by that. I haven't, maybe I haven't caught up with her in a while. Yeah. And maybe it was just me being a little salty, sassy, who knows. Um, (laughs) um, And then our keynote speaker was Rot the Drama. So it was Alicia Silverstone. And it was fine, but she's very into like her body and like what she eats and like that kind of thing. And it was just the wrong audience for that kind of talk. Yeah, so. I heard about that. I heard about that when that happened. Everybody was just like memeing it and like, like. Yeah, and everybody oh, was so pumped because. Oh they, man, I missed those. They had like clueless like <laughs> taglines everywhere. We wanted like we wanted her to bring like the clueless energy. Like she yeah. did not get that we wanted that from her. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, it was fine. She was fine, but that was that was <laughs> not our favorite moment. <laughs> I yeah, I was. I feel like I was just like because this was in March last year around the same time, mm-hmm. or is it May maybe? Um, but I I don't remember very specifically, but I I remember seeing like rumblings and being like, this is so strange because I wouldn't have even expected that from her if I wouldn't have dug deep into yeah. like her reputation because it's not something that people are like well known about. Once I heard about it, I looked into like some of those stories you see about her in the news, but it wasn't something that you see without looking for it. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. True, true, true. So I, yeah, I definitely, it probably was like a blind side for everyone. Right. Yeah. And there's, like I said, there's going to be a little bit of everything for, for everyone. So. True. So who you, <laughs> what's going on with me today? Who are you guys most excited for this year? Um, I'm excited for Frank Warren from Post Secret just because, like, just my personal life. I used to religiously check Post Secret Sunday every week for so many years. I had, like, the very first book. I had the second book. I had, I don't know, I don't know what it was. It was just, like, almost, like, this constant in my life through really hard times in high school, even college. Um, It was. Uh, like a constant for so many years I definitely don't keep us up to date now that I'm you know 10 years later out of college working full-time with kids but I was really excited I was actually so excited to see he was speaking that I cried I'm not afraid to admit that (laughs) it was like that first moment of FOMO that I was like oh man I can't believe I'm not going you know but that was probably the main reason I signed up to volunteer was because of Frank Warren okay so Frank Warren right yeah. Okay. I'm going to look him up because I don't think so, I'm Yeah, he started a movement or... called Post Secret and okay. you mail in secrets. He did it in, I want to say 20, almost 20 years ago. So you just mail in a secret to his post office box and he posted it. Kind of reminds me of, I don't know if you guys ever read that book, Confession by uh, Colleen Hoover. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Yeah, but it's something like that. Um, <laughs> anyways, Frank Warren. Okay, I'm going to look him up. Cool. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, and I'm most excited to see Renee Elise Goldsberry because Hamilton yeah. in the house. <laughs> and then also Tasia Royer because she's a Portland girly um, awesome. from Sweet by Design. So I'm really excited to see her. 
That's right. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm wondering what um what she's gonna do if she's gonna sing a Hamilton song or what if she's gonna talk about I'm so sad that I'm missing that too as like a Hamilton Hamilton stand, but that's okay. (laughs) It'll be great for all of you. That's exciting. It is especially just because it's DC. Like that just makes it ten times better. Yeah, I Mm. know. That'll be fun. So for workshops, um, tell us a little bit about the workshops you guys have experienced in the past, and how do you like that? So they didn't actually have those um, too like too many workshops. I think it might have been in session on day two. We did some crafts with Amber Kemp Gerstle, Um, but they didn't do the breakaways before I think just last year. So Caitlin may have more info on that. Okay. Yeah, the crop night was the first go round was last year. And I think there was a lot of things that were, you know, they were fun, but I think they were still trying to get their feet under them after being uh, away for so long. And I heard that it was a bit unorganized is the the vibe that I heard about it. I didn't actually go, to be honest. Um, We snuck away and did some other things. I think we went to dinner or something like that. Um, so we didn't actually go to that, but I heard some rumblings that it it left a bit to be desired, but I think they restructured it this year. And, you know, one thing about team wild is that they listen to feedback and they are really great about that. So I'm excited to see what they're going to bring this year. Nice. Okay. Yeah. That's something to look forward to. Yeah. And actually that brings to mind, this is a little bit retroactive because we already talked about it. Um, but, but saying that team wild takes, like takes that, um, feedback and works with it. When I bought my ticket at the beginning of January, I noticed very specifically there was a vet insurance included that you could that you could check out with, which is I know um, was a pain point when things got canceled with COVID and then moved tickets forward because of not being able to get the refund. So the event insurance gave me like a huge comfort knowing that like this was a extra trip I hadn't planned to take. Mm. And if something came up, um, it wouldn't be a total sink. So that was a huge, huge thing. I think they implemented after that feedback. So I definitely yep. wanted to call that back since I thought of it. I so thought that, that was, was great too. Yeah, yeah. So that's like essentially, if you can't go, you get a refund. Is that right? Pretty much. There's so there's, I think there, yeah. insurance, there's fine print, but yeah, the there has part, to be like big reasons. I think there were like a list of reasons, you yeah. know? So it's yeah. not like if you just decided you didn't want to go, you could get a refund, but. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Cause that's like Ticketmaster does that and stuff. So that's cool. Yeah. It was very similar. You definitely want to read the fine print before you, um, you purchase it and, or plan to use it. You know, I definitely looked through the, they, they give you really thorough case examples, scenarios like this is why you can use it, but this is not why you can use it. Mm-hmm. That's so, so, so cool to have. Love that. Yeah. So Plan Jamma, I still haven't experienced that yet, but um, I'm sure it's amazing. Um, what are your guys' take on that night? <laughs> uh, it is fun. I'm not necessarily someone who drinks a lot, but they do have an open bar and they have oh. like bar type snacks. Um, and the last two years, this year included, um, has been sponsored by the Happy Planner. So that's kind of my jam. Oh. Um I would second the the uh, conversation about the onesie. Everyone I saw in a onesie was just like ready to tear oh. their clothes. Um, but everyone's jammies are always really cute. There's definitely a lot of leopard print that happens because um, yeah. that's, you know, go wild. Um, this year, I think for me personally, I'm doing like a long sleeve shirt and shorts just because it is going to get hot in there. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's. And I'm gonna I definitely do- layer. Um, so I know that when I went, it was upstairs at the hotel in Vegas. I like 
I said already I was pregnant, so I wasn't drinking. I think I just went to try and socialize a little bit, but it was so packed in small quarters. I want to say the way that the the place was um, organized, like you kind of had to go through like a corridor and then the bigger dance room. So being as pregnant as I was, I wasn't looking to dance. <laughs> so I ended up just kind of just going and doing the confetti carpet because that was at Planjama that year. I think now it's at the welcome party, but um, kind of just like I actually met a few people and kept in touch with them from Planjama. Um, but that was a very quick trip for me. <laughs> I was ready to go back to my room. Like I still made friends, even though I was only there for a little bit, you know, and yeah. we connected on social and I kept in touch with them for a while. Actually, one girl became a PR, a PR person for my shop like a year after that. So Whoa, cute. Good news. It's all good news. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like fun. I mean, I love dancing, but I couldn't imagine dancing right now with like <laughs> as pregnant as I am. I probably still try, but <laughs> I was doing a lot of sitting and dancing. <laughs> like, yeah, like, <laughs> the upward dancing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the, I have two more questions for you guys. And the first one is Do you take your planners and is there any planning going on at these events? <laughs> I can't remember if I took mine, but I did not plan. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. I did collect a lot of things to use for memory planning, but I don't think I, I might've taken my hobo because that was, I think the the year of the weeks craze. Uh-huh. Um, and that was an easily like justifiable, like I'll take this with me in case, but I didn't, I didn't open it at all. No, no, me neither. What about you, Caitlin? Um, last year I took, I took three planners because okay. <laughs> I was kind of goofy. Um, but this year, I'm just going to take like a tailored down version of because I use just one Franken planner for everything. And I'm just going to take take that one just in case um, there's something cute that we can put in our planners at the crop night. Um, and last year at the happy planner table, there was a wild for planners cover from them. So I'm going to pop that on my planner. So oh, I want to cool. take that for, and use it for sure. It's always nice for pictures too. just like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Do it for the gram if for nothing yeah. else. Right. <laughs> I know. I don't, I don't even know if I took mine at all. That was, people were showing planners. Like they were like, Oh, you know, like they're passing them around and things a little bit, but it's mostly a a social event. So if you don't want to take it, I wouldn't say it's a big deal. (laughs) I I remember going through my planner now, maybe day two. I think it was day two. I might have taken it because I knew it was there. So I don't think I took it to the first day, like high anxiety, but I think day two, I took it and took notes because I didn't remember taking notes the first day or something. Okay. That makes sense. Um, so as far as the last question I really have is, so this year it's going to be in Washington. And if it was me, I would be like really excited about just being in a place that I've never been because I like to travel. So I would want to see things out, you know, in Washington. So are you guys planning on doing anything like that outside of the conference? And do you have any recommendations for people that might want to do the same? Yeah, we are. So our flight arrives on the 28th. So we actually have, but it'll be the night. So we'll have the, a full day on the 1st. And then our flight leaves on that Sunday, the 5th. So we'll have, um, and it won't leave until the evening. So we'll have that full day as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my daughter's name is Delilah. And she would like to know what it's like in New York City. So we're going to take the train from Washington, D.C. to um, New York on one of those days. And then we are also hoping to make it to the um, EC store in Virginia. So those are kind of our two things. And then we're talking about a like bus tour or like a, you know, a tour of DC and that kind of thing. So fun. How fun. I love adding in a day or two just to kind of get some, some travel and sightseeing. And I love that. 
Yeah, yeah we did not do that last time. We got yeah. we drove 14 hours and then we arrived like during registration and that uh-huh. was we were exhausted. So we were like, uh, this year how about a buffer? Right. So last time in 2019 for Vegas, since it was my husband's birthday, we went up a couple days or went over a couple days early and he wanted to go like to a Guy Fieri restaurant and we went to one of the mm-hmm. um the Chopped Chef's restaurant, Scott Conant had a restaurant out at Red Rock. So like we did a couple things for his birthday and like went and got massages and stuff like that. Um, so not necessarily Ooh. touristy, but like still kind of like, you know, like living the Vegas life when you can't drink. Um, right. I know that at the restaurant, they thought I was crazy. I ordered this like huge, tall Bloody Mary and I asked for it without alcohol and they thought <laughs> I was crazy. I'm like, all the no, time. I promise yeah. I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> is a very valid reason I'm in Vegas and not drinking um yeah but this year I mean I've been to DC quite a few times I went first my sister lives there now I went um as a kid when she went to school there and then also for a service trip a time or two so I've seen a lot of the monuments um I don't think this time around I'll do the monument uh circuit I think I'll probably stick with just visiting with my sister um but who knows I don't know what my volunteer schedule is yet so we'll see that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't even know really what there is out there to do except for like the the White House, right? And then the museums are amazing. If, okay. if I had to say for myself, like I love seeing like the things in the Smithsonian, and I did. There's a lot of good art museums too. Like there's a modern art museum I really love, but that's coming from me as an artist. So yeah, there's probably a lot of other things. Oh, and food trucks wherever you're going, like you can find a huge line of food trucks, and everyone is amazing. Ooh, that's correct. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe there'll be some in front of your guys's hotel or something. <laughs> it might be. It depends on how close we are to it. I want to say we're pretty close to some of the monuments, but I can't remember at all. I'm not too familiar with the area, but I'm I'm enough familiar that I'm not scared. <laughs> good. That's good. Nice. I um. Uh, okay. So wait. So I I, I remember um, hearing or seeing that this place or it's taking place where Obama did a speech. Right? Really? Yeah, I that's the that. room. That, that's where we're going to be in. That's the tagline. We're going to be in the room where it happened. Yeah, oh, that's cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like this Love huge. It. Um, what are, what are they? What is it called? The oval. It's like the oval. Room or something. Oh, yeah, I remember now. It's where he did the mic. The mic drop. Yeah. Uh huh. Mic drop. There you go. That's where he did the mic drop. The famous mic drop. So yeah, yes. that's cool. That'll be fun. Be rad. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, so I'm jealous, but also I'm excited for you guys and to see everything. I hope that, you know, if you guys have some time, maybe we can like do an um um an overview an overview or Yeah, like an update. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I love I love that. <laughs> I've got you in your pregnancy. I'm just gonna have to deal with my pregnancy brain. I cannot do anything about it at the moment. Oh, it's like it's right there, and I can't, I can't, I can't get there. The real thing. Great, I think this has been amazing. I love, yeah, I so love fun. This is my second time on your podcast, and it's always a blast. That's, that's great. So good to know. Yeah, I'm glad you guys are here, and hopefully, it helps somebody out there that's going. Um, and honestly, if you are not going and you think you want to go next year, hopefully, this helps as well because these years pass by so fast, and like the next year, you're starting to buy a ticket for the next one, so. <laughs> Oh, it'll be interesting to see where next year happens because I feel like they've kind of hit most of the areas of the country now. Yeah, so, they need to do like Kansas, like the dead center. <laughs> I'm hoping go wild Pacific Northwest, like please <laughs> bring it here. That's true, especially because the Southwest was like, you know, Anaheim was four, still 14 hours away yeah. from even on the West Coast. 
So yes, I am waiting for New York because that's my favorite city in the whole world. Ooh, I, I, that would be I will go that year for sure. It doesn't matter the cost. I will sell uh, my house. No, I'm <laughs> kidding, but. I would pay any amount of money also for go wild Hawaiian islands. That Ooh. would be rad. That would be like almost too elite, though. They would never do it. <laughs> drive. Yeah, yeah, I've never been to that. Hawaii, so that would be a great excuse to go to Hawaii. I need to go to Hawaii, I think. That's like when someone has a destination wedding because they know more than half the people can't come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they could do it in and around the price point that they have now, it maybe right, they right. go back down and we can like match up and stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, you know that, that's the case. <laughs> New York City is pretty expensive, so that's probably why it hasn't been there yet. Yeah. We'd probably have to raise the price a little bit more. I don't really know, but I don't care, guys. Let's do it there, please, if anyone's listening. <laughs> Other predictions I've heard are like somewhere in Florida, like Miami. Ooh, I've never been there either. That'd be that'd be a fun little vacation too. They have a Disney, so you have a Disney. Oh man. Okay, well the so see I'm already excited for I'm definitely going next year. My my son who is still in my belly will be old enough for me to go. So yeah. Bye bye. <laughs> And oh, yeah. I do hope you guys have literally the best time ever. Thank um, you. I want to hear all about it, but I appreciate you guys being here on this podcast. Um, you guys are helping lots of planner people out there who are going to go I watch. So. <laughs> Thank you.